Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. You're listening to Tita Talks, a podcast dedicated to usapang K-drama, Pinoy teleserye, and anything and everything Tita-related. Powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Now, here's your Tita, Tita Marian. Hey there, and welcome back to Tita Talks. Oh my gosh, I miss saying that. Na-miss ko yun. And of course, na-miss din kitang kausap. Kachismisan. Ano na? Kumusta na? If this is your first time listening to this podcast, hello. I am Tita Marian and I am your weekly K-drama tita. And yes, I was gone for a while. A month to be exact since I took my first official season break. And before we talk about today's topic, I just want to say thank you unang-una sa aking Podcast Network Asia family for supporting my decision to go on a season break. And of course, sayo. Oo, sayo. Thank you. Thank you so much for understanding na paminsan-minsan need din ng inyong tita na magpahinga, mag-relax, recharge, and also to take care of some personal things which I hope I would be able to share with you one of these days. Maybe wala kang pake, pero <laughs> gusto ko lang i-share. Anyway, I am back. I am officially back. Every Tuesday, balik ulit tayo sa chismisan about the hottest K-drama in town. And boy, Oh my gosh, ang daming magagandang K-drama na nagsisilabasan recently ah. Ay nako, I cannot wait to share that with you. And also, share with you some of the K-drama gems that I found during my vacation. Ito yung mga K-dramas na not a lot of people are talking, pero they're actually good. And I am so happy that I was able to find them and I cannot wait to share it with you. And I think if you follow me on my social media accounts, you probably already know some of them. Um, kasi I, while I was on quote-unquote vacation, which actually just means that I have more time to watch K-drama. I didn't go anywhere because hello, <laughs> Corona. <laughs> Andito pa rin tayo sa COVID-19. Ay, just go. Anyway, I do hope that you also had your first dose of vaccine. Kapit lang tayo. Kapit lang. Anyway, if you don't know, I am also on social media. So please follow me as well. I do. I may be a tita, but I do have social media accounts. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash podcast. On Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, it's all at TalksTita. 
Alright? And that's also where you can talk to me if you have any suggested K-dramas or topics for the podcast. I always welcome them. I actually, you probably don't know, pero I have a list of all the K-drama suggestions or topics na sinasuggest nyo. Hinahanapan ko lang talaga siya ng magandang um, top, uh, mga suggested na, or yung mga listahan ipapasok ko pa mga K-drama. Basta, sabihin nyo lang sa akin kung may mga K-drama suggestions or K-drama topics na gusto kayong pag-usapan dito sa podcast. I would love to know about your ideas as well. Now, today's episode is actually first half of a two-part episode. And this topic was actually suggested by some of my pamangkins from the Podcast Network Asia. And a lot of them kasi, during the um, whole pandemic, discovered K-drama. And I think I, we all know at least one person in our life. Kaibigan, kaklase, kaopisina, or mga kapitbahay that were not into K-drama before. But when the whole pandemic happened and everybody was, you know, we're, we're in a lockdown mode and everybody was at home doing nothing but just streaming, watching, or doing surfing. Surfing? Do you still use the word surfing? Internet? <laughs> Parang tanda na ng term ko. But anyway, during that time, a lot of us discovered K-drama. Or rediscovered K-drama. I all, I even did an episode where I talked to some of those na before were into K-drama but then nawala, na, na, parang tumigil sa panonood. But then when the whole pandemic happened, they started to watch again K-drama. So I did an episode for that. But anyway, for those naman nakakapanood pa lang or kakadiscover pa lang ng K-drama, I'm sure you or your friends nakakadiscover pa lang ng K-drama have a lot of questions about it. And that's why I am making this episode. Welcome to the part one of A Beginner's Guide to K-drama. Now, in this first part of the series, we will be talking about the K in the K-drama. So, of course, in order to understand K-drama, you need to have at least some knowledge about the K or the Korean culture. So, take this as a mini crash course about the Korean culture as seen from K-drama. So these are the things that a lot of us who have been watching K-drama for a while now may have picked up just by watching, okay? And of course, research naman. But yeah, most of this, the things that I will be mentioning were things that I've learned through watching K-drama. Are you ready? Okay. Number one, appearance does matter a lot in Korea. What I mean by this is that in a rom-com K-drama, for example, okay, the bida or the lead, female lead, whatever, could be a purita mirasol, okay? She could be poor and working several part-time jobs, pero if you watch the whole 16 episodes of the K-drama, almost never mo makikita ang bida na umulit ng outfit unless naka-uniform siya. Almost never. As in, like, hindi mo, nagihirap ka na nga, pero hindi malang na ulit. Kahit yung winter coats, 
kahit yung winter coats, he never, almost never nauulit. Which kind of makes you think or question the realistic touch of the K-drama. But of course, in real life, wala namang ganun. Yung parang halos wala nang makain, pero yung outfit never nauulit. And that goes the same for Koreans. I think wala namang ta- Korean na nasa tamang pag-iisip, yung naghihirap ka na nga, pinipilit mo pa rin na huwag umulit ng outfit. Ano to? Anong kalokohan yan? But yeah, that's the truth about it as well. But, Also, in real life, Koreans are very particular with their appearance, with what they wear and how they look. So, you can expect that skincare routines will be shown in some scenes. Characters can be seen putting on a mask. Face mask. No, wait. Is that face mask? Or, ano yung tawag sa mask? Basta yung mga skincare mask, whatever that is. It is something very common to Koreans, so... It's something that you will definitely see in every, on almost every K-drama. And another thing that is common is the topic of plastic surgery. As early as 16 years old, some Korean teens do ask for a plastic surgery as a gift, as a birthday gift. Instead of cars or cell phone or in my case back in the days, the newest album of Westlife. So ganon, ganon talaga. That's actually a true to life story. I've seen some um, documentaries about the plastic surgery in, um, what do you call it? Industry, plastic surgery industry in Korea. And this is something that would come up in a K-drama from time to time. But Though it is becoming common or in Korea, there is actually some, uh, some stigma that goes with it. And there's also K-drama that deals with the stigma of getting plastic surgery. If you haven't seen it yet, it's called Gangnam Beauty. It's a, I haven't really seen it, but I heard it's good. Anyway, it deals with the whole stigma of getting plastic surgery. And of course, don't forget the movie. The Korean movie way back early 2000, some 2010? Basta isa, ito yung mga una-unang, pinakaunang K-drama movies na napagustuhan ng mga, or dumating sa Pilipinas. It's called 200 Pound Beauty. That's another K-drama, or not, sorry, not K-drama, but a Korean movie that deals with the whole stigma about plastic surgery. So yeah. Number two. They drink. And they drink a lot. This is one of the culture shock that I got when I first started watching K-drama. Everybody drinks. <laughs> And by everybody, I mean, of course, everyone that is of legal age. Which, if I'm not mistaken, is 21 as well sa Korea. So yeah, <laughs> everyone of legal age drinks. Men Women, young or old, they drink. And like I said, they drink a lot. It could be beer or soju or both. And it could be for no special reason. Sa mga teleserye kasi natin sa Pilipinas, Pinoy's drink when only dealing with grief or celebrating. But it's actually not shown as much as it is in K-drama. 
I cannot remember a single K drama that does not have any drinking scene. Like, I, I don't. I can't. I, I can't remember anyone or any scene or any K drama. I don't know if you can, but I think there's no K drama na wala malang kahit konti or maikling scene of people drinking. And they drink when they're happy, they drink when they're sad, they drink when they're mad, or just enjoying their chicken or any food. They drink a lot. Number three, food plays a huge part in every K-drama. Now, just like drinking, another usual scene in every K-drama is people eating chicken. Sweet potato, ramen, kimchi, sanggipsal, etc., etc. Which is why I recommend never, ever watch a K-drama if you're on a diet. Or kapag gutom ka, kasi mas lalo kang magugutom. <laughs> Talagang lalong nang... I, I want... <laughs> Nakakagutom kahit nanonood ka lang. Kahit hindi mo nga naamoy. Eh. Parang, shucks, gutom na naman ako. Kakain ko lang. So, food plays a huge part in the Korean culture. So, expect that along with drinking, K-dramas would always have a scene or scenes where the characters are eating. That's actually, there's actually several K-dramas that are yung food theme nila. Yung parang it evolves in... Yeah, it evolves. Tama ba ako? Tama ba bang word ko? Yeah, evolve. <laughs> Kinorek ko pa yung grammar ko, ha? That evolves in the whole food thing, like food preparation and all that. Uh, for example, there's the K-drama Dinner Mate. And then also there's the K-drama Let's Eat, which already has three seasons. So, oh my gosh, diba? Three seasons all about food, all about the joy of eating. So, yeah. That's something that you would always, always see in a K-drama. Number four. Okay. Age matters a lot in Korea. Now, this you may have already noticed from watching K-drama. Age plays a huge part in addressing a person in Korea. Which is the same then sa Pilipinas. Kapag alam mo or sa tingin mo ay mas matanda sa atin or sa iyo, yung isang tao, we use ate or kuya or tito or tita to address that person. And then we use po and opo as a sign of respect to that uh, person. And same goes with Korea, but a bit complicated lang talaga siya because gender also plays a role in the way they address someone older than them. Now, this may sound confusing, so itigil mo muna ang kakanguya dyan. Oh, nahulaan ko na kumakain ka na naman, no? <laughs> Ikaw talaga. Ano na naman yan? Anyway, okay. When it's a man addressing another man na mas matanda sa kanya, he calls him as hyung. But if it's a woman, he addresses her as nona. Now, kapag babae naman, when it's a woman addressing an older woman, she calls her 
as uni. But if it's a guy, she calls her opa. Yes, opa, which is actually something probably a word that you have already heard so many times even before actually diving into the whole K-drama. Yes, opa does mean an older man, but it's also now being used by women as a way to address their significant other. So, still it's something that women use can only be used by women. Now, like I said, age really matters a lot in Korea. Pero not just the actual age, but also the seniority of a person in your workplace or school. Sometimes, kahit mas bata ang isang tao, pero mas nauna naman yung taong, yung, mas nauna naman siya. Or, wait, I'm confusing myself. Or for example, ako na lang. For example, ako, mas bata ako, pero yung taong kausap ko naman, eh, recently lang na-hire. Oh, wait, ang gulo. <laughs> okay, okay, ganito, ganito. Okay, so... Sometimes, kahit mas bata ang isang tao, pero mas nauna siyang, let's say, ma-hire sa work, then you should be addressing that person as Sunbei or Sunbei Nim, which is the formal version of Sunbei. And yes, Koreans have formal and informal speech or language, and that's number five. Koreans have formal and informal speech. As an international K-drama fan, this may not be something that is obvious to us. Because especially if you are watching or just reading the subtitle, the English subtitle, which does not really reflect the whole changes in speech level. But as you continue to watch K-dramas, you'll notice that the words that characters use changes from one person to another and that's because one of them could be older than the other so for example the korean translation ng let's say thank you okay thank you um most likely you have already heard about it but it's the translation for it is kamsamnida but when you watch k dramas you notice that Yung translation also says thank you, pero yung ginamit na word is kumawo. Both actually means thank you. It's not like one means thank you very much and the other is just thank you. Both means thank you. But kumawo is an informal word or informal term or translation for thank you and should only be used if you are like, friends nung kausap mo or that person is younger or less senior than you. Now, I know it makes learning Korean a bit harder because you'll basically be learning two sets of words or phrases which you have to prepare yourself in order to properly address and be respectful sa pakikipag-usap mo. Which is why I gave up my dream to be fluent in Korean. <laughs> Hindi ko kaya. Hindi ko kaya yung mag-memorize ng ganun karami. Anyway, those are just some of the basic information about Korean culture. And I would love to discuss more, pero masyado na nga haba ang episode na ito. If you really want to learn more about the culture, the Korean culture, 
there are so many videos online. When I was trying to understand the Korean culture at the time na nagsisimula pa lang yung K-drama because when we started watching K-drama way back 2003, everything was new. The whole the whole K-drama feels was new and there's really no one to teach us. And that's why we learned through watching and then eventually when the internet was like faster and more accessible, we started going on internet and there are so many videos online on youtube that you can watch if you really really want to know more um or yeah just to give you more in-depth knowledge about the korean culture but to end the part one of this beginner's guide to k-drama here are some korean words er or phrases which you will be hearing quite often in a K-drama. Hey there! I hope na nage-enjoy ka sa pakikinig sa episode na ito. If you are and you wanna show some love to this tita, para naman tuloy-tuloy pa rin niyang gawin itong podcast, check out the affiliate links on the description box. Sa mahilig mag-online shopping dyan, affiliated ang tita nyo sa Lazada and Shopee. At sa team abroad, may Amazon din ang tita nyo. So wala talaga kayong kawala. <laughs> Kaya bake naman, nag-enjoy ka na mag-shopping, natulungan nyo pa ang tita nyong G na G. So go ahead and click on those links. Now, first of all, please excuse if my pronunciation is horrible. It will be. It will be horrible. <laughs> because I'm not really Korean, okay? I gave up on my dream of being a fluent in Korean. I am not Korean. I am just a Filipino-Canadian tita that just loves K-drama. Okay? Okay? So, here are the 20 most common K-drama words or phrases and their meaning. Number one. Annyeonghaseyo, which means hello. <laughs> but you do not use that when you answer the phone. Kasi di ba tayo, when we answer the phone, hello. Pag may kinakawayan ka, hello din. It's not. In Korean, when you answer the phone, you don't say annyeonghaseyo, you say yoboseyo. Okay. Huwag <laughs> niyo nang paulitin at baka <laughs> kung ano pa yung masabi ko. Alright? So that's annyeonghaseyo and yoboseyo. Now, I've mentioned about Nona, Hyung, uh, Uni, Opa. There are other words that you have to know about uh, for family. Father is Apa. Mother is Oma. Um, there's actually a more formal translation for it, pero Apa and Oma is the most common one that you would hear from a K-drama. Unless you are watching one of those historical K-dramas. That's a different topic and that's for next week. Anyway, moving on. Next word, sarangheyo, which means, of course, I love you. Now, if you have commitment issues and hindi ka pa sure talaga kung talagang mahal mo na yung tao, you go with chuahe, which means I like you. I kind of like you, but I'm not sure I love you, so chuahe. Okay. Pero pag hindi mo bet, ani? Which means no. Ani mida is another term that you would, or another word that you will hear, but ani mida is a more formal way of saying no. 
Now, kapag pumayag naman yung tao, magiging namja chingu or yoja chingu mo na yon. Namja ching namja chingu is boyfriend. Yoja chingu is girlfriend. Chingu means friend. Ah. <laughs> so kung hindi ka pinatulan, binasted ka, chingu lang kayo. Oh, friends lang. Alright, next phrases. Kaja, meaning let's go. Pegopa, meaning I'm hungry. Ito, ito talaga yung pinaka-common kong inaralan. Pegopa, paggutom na ako. <laughs> Bogoship, ito. Medyo tongue twister to sa akin eh. Pero it's very common, so I am going to mention this in this list. Pero Patawarin niyo na ako sa pronunciation. Pero next phrase is Pogo Shippo. Oh, nababoy ko, di ba? Oh, pronunciation. Anyway, that means I miss you. Hajima, don't go. Kencha na, it's okay. So pag question for if you're asking that person if you are okay or if that person is okay, you go, Kencha na? Antas? Babaan natin. Kencha na? Ganon. Okay? Pag sinabi naman niya, Kencha na, Kencha na, then that means you are in deep trouble and may the Lord help you in whatever you are going through. <laughs> If you don't get that joke, you should watch Welcome to Waikiki, another good K-drama, really funny one that I highly suggest. Anyway, moving on. Next are some of the common... Oh, wait. I forgot. There's one more phrase. Chugule? Which means, do you want me to kill you or do you want to die? I know, it's not really something that is really good to learn. Because you don't want to say that really. <laughs> But it's something that you would hear often. Especially if if it's, uh, you know, one of those funny ones. Or rom-coms or comedy series. So, yeah, you'd hear that a lot. Chocolate. Or chocolate. Okay, never mind. Next are some of the most common expressions or yeah expressions or words otoke <laughs> ang taas babaan natin otoke which means what to do paano na parang ganon chincha means really chincha chincha really really parang ganon chebal which means please I go, which means OMG, ay naku. O ganon. We means why. Mo means what. Ayon. <laughs> oh, pinagpawisan ako. Ay naku, bakit ko pa pinilit yun? Anyway, those are some of the most common words or phrases that you'll hear in a K-drama. I'm sure after 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 watching. Pinagdikit ko yung after and watching. After watching K-drama or at least two or three K-dramas, you'll find yourself saying some of those words and that's normal, okay? That's normal. We all have been there. I had a time in my life that instead of saying hoy, I would be saying, yeah. Yun. Another word that you will, or expression that you will be hearing a lot in K-drama. Yeah. Which is parang, hoy, hey. Ganon. 
Okay, so that's another expression. So, how about you? Which ones do you use a lot? Do you also learn any... Did you also... Mali pa yung grammar ko. Did you also learn anything about the Korean culture from the K-drama? Or from watching K-drama? Tell me about it. Tell me about it. I would love to hear about your experiences. Did you also go through a phase na puro ka, Ya! Ay, go! Bwe! Gumagano ka sa bahay nyo. Again, you can always chika or chismis your experience with me on any of my social media accounts. Again, on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok is all at TalksTita. And before we end this episode, I just want to say hi or anyong hasayo and kamsamnida to the guys from Kumu. Kumu is a Pinoy live streaming app where you can connect or tambay with Filipino streamers and celebrities. So use our link, my link in the description and download Kumu now. And also, don't forget that if you want to support this podcast, if you want to support your tita, all you have to do is use any of my links, affiliated links in the description box. We have there for Lazada, for Shopee, for Amazon, any of those links you can use. And if you use those links, you are helping keep this podcast. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much for supporting your tita. And again, thank you so much for waiting. For waiting for me and coming back to me. Oh my God, parang gusto ko na mag-video. Ay, nako. Anyway, next week, we will now be talking about the drama in the K-drama. So we'll discuss about the common K-drama genres and I'll also be sharing with you my top 5 most common things that happens in a K-drama. So, abangan mo yan. But, until next week, dito muna. Tama na muna ito for this episode. Until next week, good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars. Thank you for listening to the Tita Talks podcast with your Tita Marian. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the show so you won't miss out on new episodes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.